It's so much fun to throw a party, especially kids' parties, but one downside is that it's so much work to set up, followed by the party, lots of fun, but for a relatively short period of time, followed by the cleanup. It's really easy after it's over to feel bummed that it's over or wonder if all your hard work was worth it. I have three hacks for this. One, plan so that you enjoy the party, not work the party. I did a podcast recently on this. Two, make sure you get all the photos and videos that you want so the memories live on forever. And three, maximize your party fun with a little pre-party and or after party. It's so easy and literally doubles your fun from just the party to a whole nother experience. And the best part is you do very little for it. The whole point is to enjoy the pre or post party in that same party space. Today, we're talking all about adding a little party before or after your actual party so that you have double the fun without much extra work. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about parties, more specifically using a pre-party or an after-party to maximize your party fun. I love any podcast episode about parties because that means we are celebrating and having a good time with the people that we love. And this podcast episode was inspired by my love for not having the party blues. So you might have heard of Maui blues. Like, you know, when if you go on a great vacation, go to Hawaii and you come back and then you're back in your normal life and you're in traffic on the freeway and you're like, oh, I have Maui blues. Well, I used to get party blues. I love throwing kids parties. I'd throw this special party. Everyone had a fun time. But then afterwards, I would have this sort of like, why do I feel like in this kind of bummer funk? And it's because I spent so much time and energy and, and you know, excitement and passion planning the party. And then it happened so quick. So like I said in the introduction, there, for me, there's three pieces to this puzzle, three hacks to really enjoying your party and not having post-party blues. So... I will have post-party blues if I don't do the other two things too, and that is enjoy the party, make sure you're not working the party, and two, make sure you get all the photos and videos you want. If I don't have either one of those dialed in, I'll also have those post-party blues just because the party goes way too fast. If you're refilling people's drinks and if you're cleaning up all the empty plates and if you're working with the person with the photo booth and you're trying to find an outlet for for um, your taco guy, whatever it is, you'll work the whole party. And all this party that you've spent so much you know, energy and love and money on, it just goes by too fast. Whether it's a two-hour hour party or a five-hour party, the same thing has happened to me because listen, you could be busy working if you don't have it set up. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to a recent podcast I did about actually enjoying the party. Lots of hacks there on how to plan ahead of time. And you really don't have to spend, you do need helping hands, but you don't have to spend a ton of money to get that extra help. So must do that. 
also photos and videos. Sometimes I've had the best time at a party, but then the next day I go through photos and I just didn't get it. Like I didn't capture it. All my work, either building a backdrop or a dessert table or just photos with different people. I don't have, you know, certain friends pictures with them. And then I'm like, have so much regret, like photo and video regret because it was such a cool time, but I want to have that photo documentation to send them photos and, and to make a photo book and like, you know, so the fun can live on. So for me, all three of these things have to be aligned. Make sure you're enjoying the party, not working it. Make sure you get all your photos that you want. And three, maximize your party fun. Okay. So this is what this podcast is all about today. This is about having a little pre-party or a little after-party to maximize your party fun. Isn't it funny that in the well for me when I was younger, a pre-party meant something very different than what I'm talking about here. A pre-party meant have some cocktails, get kind of loosened up and and primed up for whatever the main event was, whether it's a tailgate at college or you all meet for a pre-party at a girlfriend's house before going out to a club or Vegas. Well, listen. Times in my life has changed. Hopefully you guys are having those type of pre-parties too, or are still having those type of pre-parties. For me, it's going to be more like a house pre-party, which I love these days at this phase of life. So the pre-party or the after party. Now, I think that a lot of people, when we're doing this, and this used to be me, we're so focused on the party. We're like, yeah, I am so overwhelmed with the actual party. There's no way I would add something else to it. But that's the beauty of this whole thing is you're really not adding very much to it, if anything at all. You're just kind of like extending the magic of the party. And I'm going to get into specific examples for kids parties and for adult parties. But the whole point is um, for a couple things. I like to – here's the key. The key to everything, from, in my opinion, for party planning is it has to be fun. You must enjoy the process. Like if I have one tip for party planning, that's it. Enjoy the process because it will never feel worth it if you're not enjoying the party. You know, after the party, no matter what, you're going to kind of be bummed because you probably spent more time and money on something or you just didn't love it. You felt like you were working hard, working a job you didn't want to do. So if you're not, if you're planning a party and not enjoying the process, fix it, change it so you are. That means eliminating things, That means hiring someone to work on part of it or hiring a vendor. If I'm doing a party, planning a party, and there's a part that I'm like, this sucks, I instantly either eliminate it, I delegate it, or I get a vendor to do it. That way, we're enjoying the process. So, first, you must enjoy the process. The reason why I love the concept of this is because it's often very little extra money and double the fun. You know how like the setup, like the leading up to something, the setup can be just, it, it's like the, the excitement of an event can be just as fun as the actual event. Same thing with afterwards. And I love to not have this just like two, three, four, five hour fun and then like done. And I also don't like to start sweeping right away. Like the minute the party's done, I clean trash, but that's it. Just because it took me so long to get it up. I just want to, I just want to like, enjoy it a little bit more. So first we're going to do pre-party, then we're going to do after party, and we're going to touch on some adult adult party and kid party tips. So I really made the shift in doing this. Like every time I do some version of this, 
one year I threw a fiesta for my daughter, Stella, and it was in the backyard and it was like just the coolest fiesta theme, like linens and lights and pinatas. Everything was fiesta all the way around. So we had the party. It was amazing. Got great photos. Like it was great. But then we cleaned all the trash. I I had my helpers go home and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, this still looks like a party. Like how did I not think to throw a party, like an adult's party in the evening with my friends in the same setup? And in that case, what I would do is I had a taco cart there for the meal for the party. I probably would just pay a little bit extra and have them leave me leftover plates. So they're coming anyways. I'm already paying them to come and set up for to have them make. And sometimes I'll just do kind of catering style or I'll have them actually make plates. Say you're going to invite 12 friends over. I guarantee you if you have a taco cart and you're and you say, you know, hey, when you're done, can you can I just pay you a little bit extra to make me 12 to go plates? Totally. A lot of times they'll have that extra food anyway. And sometimes if you don't ask for it, they just take it or they just toss it. I've totally had that happen. So, and I also, one big thing with the whole after party thing is I love not having any waste. So if I, I always either send a bunch of stuff home with people, food and treats and snacks and candy or whatever's left, or we enjoy it at the after party. So total hack for how to have another meal without a huge cost, just get, because likely it's themed, if your party's themed, it's themed anyways like this, fiesta party, had a taco cart, had him do, I would have them do, I didn't do this party, I would have them do 12 extra plates, and listen, it's casual, it's like leftover food, but that's kind of like the whole point of it, this is not meant to be a fancy whole second party, unless you want it to be. For me, it doesn't work that way because I put all my main energy. The whole point of this is to be like a fun, like, ha, like you're dressed casually. Everything's casual about it. So we've spent a little bit of money on food. Then maybe what I would do since now it's not a birthday party or anything like that. It's just a party to have a party because you have this great space all decorated. I would maybe tell your guests, hey, bring your favorite margarita and bring enough for 12 people. Super fun. Now it's kind of like that part is potluck style. You have your taco cart leftovers for dinner. Maybe you add in some like chip salsa, guacamole, like super fresh, nice bowls in the middle of the table. Everyone brings their own their own margarita. You can all taste each other's margaritas and done. Party's done. That's it. You need nothing else. And you literally have a complete second event that plays off of the first event. Especially, this is the easiest if you're doing this somewhere that's like your home, or if you live in a community, maybe at a clubhouse somewhere where you can ha- where you have it all day. I love having parties at my house just because I want to set it up a couple days before. I want to like use the stuff that I have, and it would be a lot to transport. I don't always do it at my house, but when I do, I always do a pre-party or an after-party moment just because, like, why not? It's all set up. A little bit harder if you're renting a venue, uh, but you can still do it in in some way. Another huge tip and a great way to double the fun without double the cost is if you are renting something like a bounce house or a ball pit or something like that, a lot of times you can ask them to to bring it the night before or like stay one extra night. And it's kind of like a setup fee. So it's never double. But it's like a setup fee. So maybe your bounce house or ball pit is $500. 
they, some, in my experience, would charge like an extra 100 or maybe depending on how long, $150 to have it for the full night before or the day after. Done. Like that's such a great deal. And then you can set up. So I always will do a bounce house the night before the party. That way I can kind of decorate it. If I want to attach balloons or a sign or arrange, sometimes I'll put, you know, pillows inside or uh, inflatable balls. I just want to have it there. Also, a lot of times I need it for positioning the rest of the party where the table's going to go. Really, it's all so that there's no last minute problems or I'm not setting up the party up until the very last second the guests arrive. I really like it to be more, just more fun than that and less rushed and chaotic for everyone. So I do the bounce house. I pay the little bit extra and then it makes for the best little pre-party. So pre-party tips, and this goes for kids parties and adult parties. Now the setup, depending on how elaborate your party is, or even if it's not elaborate, sometimes the details in the setup can be a lot. So what I love to do is I'll get my bounce house early or my ball pit early. I will bribe friends with food and drinks. I will feed you, bring your kids, come help me with the setup. It's fun. It makes the whole thing, rather than just you sitting there hot gluing something, it's like a fun, it's a fun setup party. And people are happy if their kids are busy, the kids are bouncing in the bounce house, you guys are enjoying maybe a glass of wine and finishing up the party details. I mean, as long as it doesn't get out of control. Listen, you don't want something that you have to clean up for before you actually have your event. This is like, I make it clear, like, hey, if you want to help me come set up, I will entertain your kids, I will feed you, all of you, and drinks come over. It just makes for me the process so much fun. And often gives us the best ideas, you know, the best ideas that maybe you didn't think of when setting up because you're living so much in, in, in the party world and you probably have looked online for so much inspiration and looked on Pinterest and Google and ordered things. Sometimes someone will come in and be like, oh, why don't you do that this, this way? And I just love it. Sometimes um, my balloon artist, Nikki, is wonderfully talented, but she also goes to so many parties. She has a great perspective. Sometimes I'll be setting up an activity table. Um, She's doing her balloons the night before the party and I'm setting up all the stations or whatever we're doing. And a lot of times she'll look at it and she'll say, oh, well, what if you incorporated this with this? And I'm like, genius, never thought of that. It just makes it so much fun. We turn on music, we set up the party together. It just makes it less like work and more like fun. Also, depending on the age, if it is a kid's birthday party, I love for the kids to be involved in the setup. You know, that way it's good for them to help and it's just fun for them to be involved in it rather than, I mean, you can do it as a surprise, of course, where they just walk into the whole thing, but I like my kids like getting involved and it's like, if I'm working hard, you're, you know, you work hard and not like a chore, but just because like, that's what we do. We're a family, we're a team, like get in and help out. So I love a pre-party that is productive, that helps making the setup process more fun. So I'll do that and I'll rent the ball pit, the bounce house with a ball pit, or um, if we have something else, a little bit with a little bit more time. You can also have a later pickup. If you kind of, if you tell them that, you know, the times of your party, but tell them people will be staying, can you, how much would it be to have it until the next morning? Same thing applies. And then it's great because it's going to be there anyways. That's really the beauty of all this is you get to have a whole second experience with very, very little added cost. Let's talk about an after party. 
So my the favorite after party that I've done in recent memory is after Presley's birthday party that she just had. Ten is everything. She had three friends spend the night, and then my daughter Stella had one friend spend the night, and then Parker was here, of course. So there were four, five, six, seven kids spending the night here. So what we did is they had their full sleepover. I set up um, eye masks, and they had their own popcorn kits, and they did nails. They did all the sleepover things. Then they went to sleep. Once they were watching a movie, I went in the backyard, and I cleaned up everything, um, left all the decorations up balloons, tables, chairs, everything. I almost just basically took away all the trash and anything that was used in activities. But it it looked like a, a more simple version of what the party looked like before it started. So then in the morning time, I did, I was going to make breakfast, but I knew it would be more fun for Presley specifically because she loves IHOP and we've only been a handful of times. But I ordered pancake breakfast from IHOP. And honestly, too, after a big party and my kitchen was still kind of destroyed, the last thing I needed to do was make a full breakfast, a full pancake meal for, you know, seven kids. So I ordered IHOP and they have these tall stacks of all different types of pancakes, Um, pancakes with rainbow sprinkles, like confetti pancakes and chocolate chip pancakes and some with whipped cream and strawberries. So I did a bunch of different types. And I also did, of course, eggs and bacon and French toast and waffles and I cleared off the dessert table and I stacked it all on the same cake stands that I used for the cookies and the cakes. And I just stacked it all up there. And I had all the kids come out with their eye masks on and I kind of led them out. So it was a surprise. And then they lifted their eye masks and they had a full breakfast spread with sprinkles and whipped cream and every kind of topping and fruit. And then they had, I gave them cute plates. Like I just used party plates that we didn't use. And they all made their own pancake breakfast. And they sat at the table. We turned on music. I turned on the bubble machine. And it was like a really fun, magical experience. Now, of course, it's not the actual party. So it doesn't feel like the actual party. But I don't know, for me, in some ways, with an actual event becomes like there's a little bit of there's a little bit of pressure. And you know, it's like the thing you've got the outfit and the thing. The cool thing about a pre-party or as an after-party is like you don't expect it to be as fun as it is. So the kids had no idea they were going to have like a surprise little pancake breakfast the next morning, and it was so cool. They were – we still had the little tent up, so I love a clear tent with only a roof and two walls. So I like the two long side walls, no kind of you know entry or exit because I like it to be like nice and airy, especially if – you know the only reason I would is if you had rain. But other than that, but even if the weather is like a little bit off, you don't need full sidewalls. And then I have it draped in white fabric. It is so beautiful and magical. And then I I do a chandelier in the middle. I rent all of that from Barty, part, Baker Party Rentals in Costa Mesa if you are local. So I do a clear tent with white fabric. And then it makes for an instant sort of area. And then anything I add to it is just a bonus. So they're under the tent. We have the music going. It just feels so fun. They're still at the cool table that I rented, like a low kind of pastel colored table with bright kids chairs. And then we kind of like step back and let them have their own, their own pancake breakfast. 
super fun. They're still in their pajamas. I'm sure they hadn't even brushed their teeth. And it was just like one of those cool party moments, you know? And I swear they laughed and they just had such a great time just because it felt like such a special treat and they weren't expecting it. So for an after party, that's one way to do it, especially if you have kids spend the night is to do it the next morning, use the same space and do a fun little breakfast setup. Um, I just think it's so fun. That was one of the most fun ways we've done an after party. Usually I do it that night. Like I'll kind of do, um, if it's a kid's party, I'll do the party from, you know, let's say 11 to kind of in there, 12 to four, kind of never later than that. Somewhere between 10 and four kids party. Then quick reset and then have an evening dinner with cocktails is just so much fun. Another easy way is sometimes I'll just order a bunch of pizzas. So that way I always want food dialed in. Like I just don't want to – I run low on food. I'm a feeder. I like to feed and I want to make sure no one is hungry. Um, so, But I always like to have it kind of planned ahead of time. Mendocino Farms does great salads and sandwiches. That's another kind of easy way. Because I don't think it should be hard and I don't think it should be expensive. Like the whole point is, is that it's like casually awesome before or after the party. Um, another thing about the kind of decor and stuff is if you have any helpers helping you pick up trash, make sure that they know, hey, leave the balloons, leave anything in there. Just get this place super clean. So I'll do it myself if I have a couple hours. So say you're doing a fiesta party during the day, it ends at two, and then your friends are coming at six, I would totally do it myself. I would just, you know, kind of clean the area and prep for the next. But if it's pretty quick, like your party ends at four and your guests are coming at six, and maybe you want to change and have a couple minutes of downtime and get casual, then I would have a couple helpers come in and help you just like clean the area, get rid of all the trash, reset it, the only other thing to think about is if you want to do other plates, like if you're doing disposables, other plates and cups, just make sure that you order extra. You know, when you're ordering all your plates and cups and forks and knives for the party, you kind of know your approximate guest count and then you do do a few extra. Make sure if you're doing one of these kind of like pre-parties or after parties and you're going to use the same utensils, plates, that you just think of it ahead of time and order that. Just that way you're not, you're not out of it. And I'm telling you, it's just it's so much easier than you think. For the after party, there are two ways to do it, whether it's a kid's party or an adult's party. I personally love when you have the party and then like maybe kid's party and then people regroup and then they come back, either families or just adults. But I think what kind of naturally happens more often and is probably what's easier for people since they're already there is the party just flows into the after party if you are up for it. I know a lot of people don't want a 10-hour party at their house, but sometimes it's so much fun. So maybe the main party leaves and your closest friends plan to stay. So say it's a kid's party on a Saturday, everyone leaves by four, you tell your closest friends, hey, after they leave, let's get the kids in sweat, let's get them watching a movie, I'm going to pick up for a little bit, and then let's have, uh, you know, let's have dinner in the same space. I think it'll be so cool. I think that that works really well too. Another thing to do if it is a um, an adult party is you could do the same kind of concept is do your ha, do your little pre-party where friends help you kind of set up or have an after party to where I just don't like when the party 
abruptly ends and it feels like there's more fun to be had, you know, like it just, there's just so many, there's so many cool casual ways to do it. Sometimes I've had adult parties where we have the adult party, but it's kind of an early adult party. And then, you know, naturally your closest friends just stay and just hang out in the space. I love an early party. First of all, I like going to bed early. I'm just an early, early to bed, early to rise kind of person. So like, I'm just not a person that, you know, would start a party at, you know, eight or nine. I like to start it early. And then there's just so much more time for fun. And, you know, people can leave, people can stay. But I love a second party. For me, I like to regroup. I like to change, get my kids changed, get everyone situated, recalibrate. It's usually a lot of adventure and stimulation and excitement and activities and a lot of sugar and a lot of things we aren't all used to eating on um, the average day. Um, And then come back in the evening for part two. Oh, that's just my favorite. I'm telling you. I think that the whole concept is enjoy the process. What sounds fun? So when you're planning this pre-party or after party, I think the key is put yourself in your own shoes and make sure it's a plan that sounds super fun, like you can't wait to do it. So picture yourself waking up the morning before the party. So if you're going to do a pre-party either the night before or maybe in the morning time, put yourself in your own shoes and think like, would this be really fun and all and helpful? Because if I do a pre-party, it's always to help with the party, you know, help plus fun, bribe them with food and drinks and fun. Um, or is it just going to stress you out? And is it just going to be like too many cooks in the kitchen, too many people, too many, too many worries, too much happening? Then don't do that. But make sure you think through, like, especially if you've kind of never done it this way, make sure you think through putting yourself in your own shoes the morning of or the evening of, you know, and you know yourself. Make sure that like, okay, so your party ends in the afternoon and then you invite people to come over in the evening. Make sure that like put yourself in your own shoes and think like, does that sound like, yes, I'm so excited to use the decor some more and spend more time in the space. Or are you like, I am done. Check the box. I've had enough today. I want to let fully get in my sweats, eat snacks, chill out, be alone. Then, then adjust accordingly. You know what I mean? I think it's just important to know yourself, know what's going to be fun, not overwhelming, know what's going to be helpful, not extra work for you. Because the whole point of this is it's very little work. It's very little cost. And it's just a whole nother fun experience. I don't know. I love it. So I think that the takeaway message is when you are party planning, think about how you could integrate a pre-party or a post-party into your plans. One that works, one that works for you. And I'm telling you, it's just so, for, for me, there's nothing worse than putting up this beautiful decor, whether it's flowers or balloons, even if it's simple, even if it's not extravagant. But for me, I just hate putting it up, having a quick party, and then tearing it down. I just hate it. I like to have it up and enjoy it and spend more time in it and have people see it. And so for me, that means having people over before and or after the party. But I think it's key to plan for it. Listen, you can totally do it on a whim. I've done it. I've done it a bunch of times, especially as I started figuring this out. And finally, I'm like, wait a minute. This is a thing. This is a thing that for me extends the life of the party. And I'm telling you, this is the, as far as kids parties go, the best part about it. I'm, my kids always have the most fun at the parties because all their friends are there. And this is what it's all 
led up to. But I'm telling you, I bet you they would say if for certain things, they've had just as much fun, even if a tiny bit more fun during some of those pre or post party moments, whether it's like right when the bounce house gets gets blown up and they like run forward and like they just can't, they're just so excited and they can't wait. Or maybe they go in and bounce like super late at night. So they're bouncing in the bounce house when it's dark and it's just like so silly. Or the next day they wake up and you're like, the bounce house is still here. And maybe they had a friend stay the night or a friend comes back over. It's just something so cool because it's out of the ordinary. We don't normally have a massive bounce house or ball pit in our backyard. So I just think that those spontaneous moments can be just as magical as the actual party. You just like, why not take the same cost and effort and with a tiny, tiny bit more and like literally double the fun, double the amount of fun and laughter and time with people you love. Why not? There is no downside. You got to do it. Plan your pre or post party around your party, your next party plan. And I'm telling you, you will love it and you will not have post party blues. It's a real thing. And it's one of the best ways to avoid it because you don't feel like it went too quick because like you lived in it, you enjoyed it, you soaked it all in. But don't forget the other parts. You cannot work your own party. Make sure you have a good plan for all the photos and maximize your party fun with a little pre-party and or after party. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I inspired you to extend your party time. Let me know if you do. Send me pictures on Instagram. My my name is Lindsay's Cloud, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S-C-L-O-U-D. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for this community and this platform. How cool that we live in a time in the universe in the universe where we can connect and talk about awesome things, parties and spending time with people we love and just enjoying life to the very fullest. I'm so grateful for the opportunity and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.